Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. On Florida's Space Coast, we think you can have the best of both worlds. Kind of like right now. Driving. At your desk. Maybe at the gym. But you're also grooving to some music. Visit us and you'll go to the beach. And see a rocket launch. Or go kayaking and manatee spotting. It's all waiting for you on the only beach that doubles as a launch pad. Plan your adventure today at visitspacecoast.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Cricket Unfiltered, the News Corp Cricket Podcast. I'm your host, Andrew Menzel, and this is our Ashes Daily Report. And let's head straight to the Adelaide Oval to hear what our reporters have to say. Thank you, Menas. Welcome to day three here at Adelaide Oval. And what was looking like it was going to be a one-sided bloodbath in Australia's favour has suddenly turned into a pretty intriguing contest after a dramatic late session. It's still very much Australia's game to lose. But Crash, uh, a huge turnaround there in the last session where England took four wickets uh, for 53. Effectively, Australia's four for 268. So well in control of the game, but something to think about now coming into day four. Yeah, it was the sort of session, Ben, that we had forecast for England in this match. That at some stage they would run rampant with the pink ball. This was their chance and it's sad for them. It's probably too late. History tells us that. No teams made more than 315 to win a game, and that was about 114 years ago. So uh, at the Adelaide Oval, of course. Um, so very much against them. And, and, and look, the rain on the first few nights didn't help, but uh, it just proved this should have been, could have been, might have been their test. Now that the storm has passed, not so much but it'll be a fine day tomorrow. The ball probably won't swing as much. It, it, their job will be harder. 50 runs for Australia will probably see them home. 
Crash, um, a lot of debate now about Steve Smith's decision not to enforce the follow-on. They bowled England out for 2.27, took a lead of 2.15, and it did coincide very nicely with the lights coming on. Yeah. They, on, in the, on that sense, they must have been very tempted mm. uh, to insert them again. There is a, a, a natural feeling in Australian teams to protect the fast bowlers, yeah. uh, and particularly this side where there's not really much backup going on. What, what would you have called? I know it's easy in, in hindsight, but what do you reckon? I would have done what Steve Smith did and batted, mm. and I'd now concede that's probably the wrong call. Um, and I say probably only because, look, we have only three fast men. You've got to look after them. I think what, what did them was the partnership between Wokes and Overton, the 50 partnership, sort of held everything up. And... It made Smith just balk at the decision. So it's they're playing the long game, Australia. We're not even halfway through the series. We're only about a third of the way through mm. the series. So I get his decision. They should get there anyway. But it wasn't a disastrous decision or anything like that. Mm. But, look, everyone's still getting used to day-night cricket, captains included. Yeah, it just shows how devastating it can be under lights. I mean, yeah. a lot of the commentators, Shane Warne leading the voices, saying that, Perhaps Australia missed a chance to put their foot on the throat. That sending England in, going, get back out there and bat tonight would have been sort of the ultimate humiliation for that team and and, and a really dominant move. Um, And, but, you know, I I sort of see what you're saying as well with the protecting the bowlers because guess what? Um, The series isn't over yet, even if this match is won to Australia. And uh, and there's just not a lot in the bank. I mean, if if Mitchell Stark or Pat Cummins in particular goes down, Australia simply do not have another player in that in that category to bring into the side. No, yeah. no you're right. Look, it, it's a nice little thrush for, from England, but when you strip it all away, the advantage is Australia's ball is about 10 k's quicker during the daylight hours when the ball's not swinging and it's telling, telling, telling all the way. Mm. Mitchell Stark's reaction was interesting in the post-match uh, press conference. Uh, he, he didn't give much away and refused to really be drawn on the, uh, on the, on the follow-on decision, but there was a certain kind of... Uh, <laughs> Uh, abruptness to his tone, which suggested he would have loved to have been unleashed out there tonight, I think, under light. So that's interesting. But he did point out that if England's going to win this game, they're most likely going to have to bat under lights two more times in this match. So um, plenty more chance for Australia to, to inflict that kind of damage. But uh, interesting day here. Um, you know, at least on one level crash, England have saved a bit of face because yeah. our initial reports today were very much another humiliation on the way. Could this be another 5-0? And even though it might not be enough to win this match, perhaps England have done enough to kind of, you know, regain some credibility. Yeah, yeah, it have. And look, it's the attractiveness of the day-night test is let's give it a wrap. I mean, cricket's always been a conditional game. The ball hooping under lights like that, it'll create headlines around the nation, late drama, plot twists, makes fools out of journalists. My early copy, I just... I'm not even going to open my Adelaide appetizer tomorrow. I'm embarrassed. But that's the joy of Test Cricket, the joy of day-night Test Cricket, and long may it continue. Crash, just before we go, did you like the gamesmanship from Nathan Lyon at the end? Or should the umpires have done something about that? Or that was all good? He got struck on the inner thigh 
called for the physio and that probably stopped an extra over being bowled. Yeah, I think it shows where he is at the moment. He's uh, cheeky and uh, up for any sort of mischief. He's so confident in his game. He was brilliant again today. And I think that um, uh, cricket's such a weird game, isn't it? Here's a team with a lead of two, nearly, you know, nearly 270 runs the game at their mercy and they can't what trying to, to shimmy their way to stumps that's the glorious uh plot twist we have in our in our cherished game so we begin again on day four australia effectively four for two six eight peter hanscom at the crease with nathan lyon hanscom's got a personal battle he's got to fight as well to get some form so interesting stuff ahead and we'll see you after day four thanks menace Thanks, guys. Great stuff. And we will be back tomorrow with another update from the Adelaide Open.